0: Thanks for tuning in to the Empowerment Project Podcast, a safe space for women of all walks of life to gather together, get honest, and discover more about the God-given identity and power we can claim through Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Modulin, and this podcast is a place of quiet retreat, girl talks, and scripture-inspired truths that challenge women to live changed. So get comfy, because we're about to get real. Hey you guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Empowerment Project Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different in honor of my birthday, um, which is Saturday, if you're listening to this on Wednesday. Um, So I know that I said I would go back and forth, not that you guys really have, it doesn't seem like you guys have like a a very strong preference between like solo podcasts and guest podcasts. Um, So, and I know that I said I would kind of go back and forth, Um, But this week I'm doing a solo one because this one's going to be just a little bit different. And next week I have the most amazing guest planned for you guys. I could scream. Heather Lindsay is coming on the pod. I know. Go ahead and pick up your jaws off of the floor. Only God, guys. Only God. God, she is a busy woman and the fact that she is fitting us into her schedule a full free is amazing and I cannot wait to sit down with her. I'm going to try not to fangirl, but like honestly, no promises. So if you hear it and you get secondhand embarrassment or like it's a little bit cringy, I don't know what to tell you. We're just going to have to all get through it together because I am so excited. (laughs) If you know me, you know I love this woman. Like she's probably like Oh my gosh, she? I can't even. I'm so excited. You're going to hear all about it next week, but whatever, whatever. I just had to preface the fact that that is why it's a solo podcast this week, because next week Heather is coming on and it is going to be an amazing episode. I'm so excited to not only I haven't we haven't recorded it yet, but I'm so, I know how it's going to go because obviously I have the outline and everything like that. And oh my gosh, it's going to be so good. I'm so hyped. But okay. Hey, so for those of you that are new here, my name is Michaela Modulin and I am the host of the Empowerment Project podcast. I also run a blog, MikaelaModulin.com, and a YouTube channel where I share faith-based content like how I study my Bible, come to church with me, and different things God is teaching me on our newly added Slow Sunday series, which is a permanent series I'll be doing as well as lifestyle content like makeup, productivity tips, and vlogs. That was a mouthful. If you want to keep up with me daily, go follow me on Instagram at Michaela Modlin. So if you have been keeping up with me, you'll have noticed that I actually didn't post a YouTube video this past week because I got super sick. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I was super sick because I was posting the most random, like I was so delusional and tired. And you know, when you're like sick, you just get in like this complete fog. Like you're like, I don't even know what's going on. Like, is this life even real? Like, you know what I mean? Like, everything's just questionable. (laughs) So, well, that's where I was. And you guys got to see it firsthand, so you're all welcome. Um, But if you noticed that I wasn't posting on YouTube, you knew it was because I was S-I-C-K. And honestly, this was the worst that I have been hit this whole season funny enough when it comes to videoing I had three pre-recorded videos and honestly they were some of my best work and you know what I'm not even gonna say some they were my best work yet like they were the funniest I have ever been and like I was really really on those days so it's just you know, they were really good. They were, they were my best work. And so I was like laying in bed, obviously, because I'm sick and I couldn't sleep. So I was like, "Eh, I'll go ahead and start kind of like editing some of my best work I've ever done. So I go to pull my camera and then I like pop it in my computer and like I kick back, you know, and my SD card completely wipes all of my files. It was so tragic. It was literally so tragic. I was like, that was my best work. Like my best work, they were so funny videos, oh my gosh, but not to worry, I'm still the same old funny mix that you guys know and love, <sighs> I'll just have to, you know, just really put on my A-game, like, in my next videos, I promise I will, just don't worry, but yeah, it was just a really tragic loss, RIP, but we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming this next week, um, like this upcoming week, Because obviously I had to reshoot my content because I lost it all. so It was super tragic. And if I wasn't sick, I could have, you know, made up for it. But it was just not in the cards this past week. And sometimes you just have to be okay with that. If you know me, you know, I'm really trying hard to be okay with it. But this weekend, actually, I'm shooting a weekend in my life. And it's going to be such a fun one because it's my birthday weekend, first of all. So I've got a lot of shenanigans planned. I'm just kidding. Who are we kidding? You guys know me. I don't do shenanigans. Um, But my mom's like making seafood. We're having like a party at my mom's. And then the next day, I'm going to um, Kentucky to be a panelist for Love Like the King, which is a conference in Kentucky. I think I said that. But um, so I'm going to be a panelist on there. I'm going to be meeting up with some, um, like a friend from YouTube and it's just going to be a lot of fun. I'll have my friends, um, get some vlog footage for you guys of me answering some questions. Um, normally like panelists, like whenever you're on a panel, they'll like share with you the questions like beforehand. So you have time to like think of like an actual, like effective answer. You know what I mean? It doesn't, and it's not like cheating cause you, it's still the same. It's still an answer, a good answer. It's just, like, the fact that you had time to, like, think about it and, you know, develop an answer. Because it's not that anyone's trying to, like, disprove anything or trying to, like, genuinely help. So, sometimes it's helpful to have the questions beforehand. So, like, I texted her and I was like, hey, are we going to have the questions beforehand? Like, you know, if I need to, like, whip out any Bible verses or anything like that. And she's like... Um, we're just going to have like the audience ask the questions I was like, oh, okay, that's chill. So I'm going to have absolutely no idea what the questions are, but I think it'll be kind of fun. You know, I think it'll be a really good time. So, um, I'll have them record for the vlog and you guys will be able to see what questions I answered and it'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. Um, I'm already looking forward to putting the, you know, the video together and just love that. Um, so, Okay. Y'all, this week has been... Okay, besides the fact of getting sick, this whole week has been a peak. I'm just going to go ahead and shove to the side the fact that I was sick and just like it didn't even happen. Like I'm rolling it up in a ball and I'm like throwing it away. Um, But this whole... Besides that, <laughs> this whole week has been a complete peak. Like God is just so amazing. And like if I was like... And like I actually... I'll, I'll share with you guys a few, a few things. But like it's just... <sighs> I am so in the details and I think I'm so detail oriented and you guys, you guys will hear that today in the podcast topic. But, um, I think that like, I am just so like detail oriented and like, I don't like, like I notice the small things and I don't discredit them. Like I'm like, okay, that's a small thing, but like we have to move small things to move big things. And like, I see how that small thing can affect something so big or how it can open this door or how it can, do this or this or this or I'm just like watching things kind of like happen or like unfold and so it's like you know I might say something small and it's like okay why is she hype about that but like for me like I really have like tried um to like give ask God to like give me a kingdom mentality and like to help me see things from his view and so I think that's something that he has or that I've been able to kind of like unlock in a sense and so I kind of have this peripheral not peripheral um, what's aerial sort of view, um, over things that are kind of like happening that may seem like a small thing, but I can see how it will affect here and here and here and here and here and and be able to like, you know, see how it could like ripple out. If that makes any sense. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I just talk in circles. It makes sense to me, but let me know. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So, um, the first thing like that, I just wanted to kind of like that, that honestly, okay. So all of these things kind of just like contributed to this week just being a peak. So the first one was I took did an Instagram takeover on the I Love You So Much podcast Instagram. So I don't know if you guys know what the I Love You So Much podcast is. Um, I I hope so because um, Kenzie Elizabeth was on our podcast a few, and I'm sure you, that rings the bell. So that's her podcast um, that she has. It's I, I Love You So Much with Kenzie Elizabeth. Um, so she's a faith-based, um, or she's not faith-based actually. She's, she's just pretty like – neutral lifestyle but she is a christian so um but she's not like me to where i make everything about god (laughs) um she's like totally obsessed um but she like she i mean it's very well known that she's a christian but she's not like five ways to get to know god blah 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 it's like hey like i'm a christian but like i'm doing life like you can do life with me and so she's super chill really cool really awesome I have looked up to her literally since I came across her YouTube channel she's a really big YouTuber um and so like I'm gonna just totally fangirl and I know a lot of people from the I love you so much podcast are listening now because I took over the Instagram and so um a lot of you guys have you know come over from that it's so super cool um but I think that's something that I love is like it's it's something that's so small to be able to like take over an Instagram or like you know put effort into something like that but it's like Whenever you look at like like even just for me like the people that run my DMs like no matter how many people was if it was like hundreds or if it was like two like it's like that is so important to me like just seeing the relationships that I was able to like connect from you know with that or like how I was able to like work with Kinsey and now like she knows me and like you know she might keep me in mind for like another collab like later on like you know it's just like those like things that kind of like line up kind of in the grand scheme of things that we may take is like okay that's small like whatever. But it's like, it becomes, you know, whenever you take all these little pieces and put these pieces together, it can actually like weave together this really beautiful picture. And so there are already people that like have reached out and are like, I love what you're doing. Like this mission is so amazing. Like, is there anything that you need help with? Like I do graphic design. Like, do you need help with anything? Like I would love to help you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is so crazy because like I've been praying for help or I've been praying for you know, someone to help me do this or this or this, but obviously I can't like pay someone for the podcast. The podcast isn't bringing in any money. (laughs) And so, um, I don't know. It's just like really, really cool to watch everything kind of like unravel and be able to like do that with her. And like, it's just like super funny because like she's someone like Kenzie is just like someone that seemed like so like I don't know. You know when you have like people that you look up to and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you don't even know that I exist." Like I like look up to them so much and they're just so far out of reach, you know? And and then she was like texting me today and I'm like, we're just like casually texting. Like it's just so weird how like God like how God can just like take these things and just like make them a reality and not that I don't know. It's hard to explain cuz it's not that like you know, oh, you know, we're like, you know, it's not like the purpose of it was in order to like make her text me. It's just like how God can take something that seems so extravagant or seems so like impossible and like make a way or like, you know, make, make you guys have like that appointment or whatever it is, or like cross paths or anything like that. And so it's just super cool to kind of watch how he like works all those things out. I don't know. I've been blabbing about this forever, but um, yeah, I'm just, like, really geeked, just honestly, not even so much about the fact of, like, what it was, but, like, how it happened, of like, how God, how God did it, and it just, like, is even more of a testament to, like, how he can make a way, how he can use literally nothing and turn it into something, because there's literally, I mean, for her and I to, like, you know, cross paths, it's just like, what, you know, <laughs> so it just doesn't really make sense, but, like, to God, it doesn't matter, it, it does make sense, and so, or he can make it make sense. I don't know. It's just really crazy. It's cool. We love it. Okay, moving on. (laughs) This week, I get to interview Heather Lindsay, Grace Valentine, and Celeste. I always mess up her middle name, Rayanne, Rain. I don't know, but I, like, just, even Heather, like, I could go on and on. Like, oh my gosh, Heather is someone that I... She's someone that I, I started reading her books and her blogs, like, when I was a sophomore or junior in high school, and she was someone that I looked up to, like, she ministered to me in ways she has literally no idea that she ministered to me, um, she made me, it was someone that made me realize, like, hey, I can write a book, hey, I can do this, or, like, hey, I can, you know, live for God, or, like, hey, like you know, it, it is okay to like let these other things go and to like move forward with Jesus because I'm not going to regret it. Like she just ministered to my heart so like crazily. And so now this week I get to sit down and talk with her. It's like, again, people that would not even have any idea that I am alive or that I exist, like God is just making across my path. And it's just like, it's just so crazy to me. I don't know. And, and I know how like specific she is with her. Um, I mean, she has three whole children. She's got a, her, whole husband who's another child I think and no I'm just kidding no shade <laughs> I think she would agree <laughs> but um and I mean like she's running like 25 empires I don't know it's like she is just super super busy and um she's like now like she's like okay yeah absolutely I would like I love your mission I w- would love to come and chat with you and I'm like what like I'm just like this is so nuts like because i <laughs> I don't know. I follow her so closely and I know she turns down a lot of stuff simply because she, you know, doesn't have time or whatever and she's willing to work us into her schedule. So it's just crazy. Again, another God thing. And then Grace Valentine, she's someone that I've looked up to, even though she's younger than me, but that can totally happen. Um, But she's just amazing. And Celeste, I've looked up to her for quite a, quite a while and she's amazing. And so it's just like, God is like just allowing all of these women to be like infiltrating my life. And I'm like, this is just so wild. Um, and obviously being a panelist on love, like the king, that is such an amazing opportunity. I'm so excited for that, that they would, it is honestly so like, it's such. it sounds so lame, but like such an honor, honestly, to be able to like, I don't know, just have people trust in you, like with like trust in you with their listeners. You know what I mean? Kind of how I am with you guys. Like, I'm like, I ain't just about to have anybody come up in here and talk to you guys because I care about you guys. And so I'm like, I'm not trying to let you guys be led astray simply because I'm like yeah sure Susie Q come in here and tell them whatever you know and so it's just like I take that as like a real honor when someone's allowing me to come and speak to their their listeners or their audience or whoever and so I'm just like really excited to do that um, and then also I get to introduce D.D. Freeman I don't know if you guys know who that is if she's another super well known um, public Christian speaker public figure um, she's amazing she's on TBN. and <laughs> she's on um uh, the Better Together thing, Heather's been on that too, along with Lisa Bevere and um, a few other people I'm forgetting the name of right now, but, um, I mean, she's amazing, and so I'll get to meet her at this, and they've asked me to be the person that introduces her, and I'm like, heck yeah, I'll probably pretend like we're friends, I'll be like, they'll probably go up and be like, oh my gosh, my BFF DD, and like, everyone's gonna think we're super tight, you know, <laughs> But the cases that we're not, you know, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, so I get to introduce her and so obviously we're gonna meet and it's just like, what the heck is going on? It's just super, super cool. Then also while I'm there, I get to meet one of my YouTube friends who I've been talking with for so long. She's amazing. She's such a girl boss. She has her and her husband run a business and she's just she's amazing. So I'm really excited to talk with her. She's gonna be a guest on the podcast here soon. And then of course, turning twenty five. Like that is really <laughs> exciting too. I'm one-fourth of the way to 100, yes, so really exciting, no, all in all, it really is pretty cool, I guess, because, you know, 25, (laughs) so anyway, I'm happy about that, I really am, Um, it's not at all how I thought it would look, honestly, but it's even better than I could imagine, so I'm closer with God, and I'm just excited about all that he has in store. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's already been a really great week, and I know it's only going to get better. I have so much to be thankful for. So no Valley this week because I'm sure y'all are tired of hearing me talk about getting sick. So we're just going to completely avoid that. Okay, so on from that, Valleys and Peaks took five ever. So I'm sitting here gushing. Um, But so next is bachelor updates on Instagram this week because I did not get to finish the pod I mean the episode because it was three hours long what even and so I'm like you know what and there's another one Wednesday I'm like I can't even we're just gonna do one after this next one and just you know because Peter oh lord he's driving me crazy I don't even know y'all I'm so disappointed in him I was rooting for him like Peter we were all rooting for you like he has done us so dirty and like it just goes to show what we know you know what I mean he's just so wish-washy I'm like Peter come on just make a decision and stick with it be a man you know so anyway there's going to be rankings coming soon I'm excited to just get all that ironed out after because we had two rose ceremonies this past one and I didn't get to see the second one And then we're going to have a third one, I think, on Wednesday. Um, I don't know if we'll have a rose ceremony. I know there's another episode, but I'm not sure if it's a rose ceremony. I don't even know. But I need to get caught up on it because there's just been so much going on. It was like nothing and then bam, everything. And I'm like, I can't even. So anyways, rankings are coming soon. They will be on our Instagram per usual. Um, okay. So ask Mick this week on Instagram, I actually did quite a few Q and A's. Um, but someone asked me this week, what books or devotionals changed your life? And I thought this was a good time to recommend some books to you guys, if you were interested or need a good book in your life. Um, so the first one that really resonated with me, like I said earlier was pink lips and empty hearts by Heather Lindsay. It was amazing. It was the first one that actually I identified with cause it was like written in a real raw tone. Like it was like, It talked about, like, real actual life issues that girls have. It's, like, you know, talks about, like, sleeping with people and then, like, how you feel or, like, how you get crazy over them or, like, you know, it, it, like, actually, like, broke all of that down and was, like, listen, like – and helped me walk through, walk through that and out of that and into my relationship with Jesus. And so I loved it because it, it talks about like pink lips and empty hearts. Obviously, pink lips is like we look dressed up and done up on the outside and we put on a good facade, like whatever. But inside we're really empty, we're confused and we're lost. And so this was the first book that actually like kind of resonated with me made sense to me. And it really did. It changed my life. I think it was the first book that ever ministered to me. It was honestly might've been the first thing that ever truly deeply and intimately ministered to my heart. Um, so definitely recommend Peak Lips and Empty Hearts by Heather Lindsay. If you guys are interested in having a good book to read, it's a pretty easy read too. Actually, it's not too, too long. Um, it was actually perfect for me, like in high school when I was just like, you know, not trying to like read a whole lot, (laughs) not trying to read a whole lot, but you know, needed to like be pouring something into myself or like, you know, absorbing some sort of content. So it was good. Definitely good. And I definitely recommend, um, the next one that I wanted to recommend is finding your voice by Natalie Grant. So amazing. This one was so pivotal in just like helping launching me into my calling. And like, like it says, like finding your voice, finding your reason, finding your why finding, you know, and and when it talks about your voice, it's not necessarily like your voice, like, in some sense, yes, but like it it goes more intimate than that. Like your, it goes more into, into how you live your life more into, um, your tone of voice, but again, not like a sound, but like how you communicate and the, in the message that you share. And so it was really, really good. Natalie Grant is a singer songwriter. She is amazing. Honestly, I love her so much as well. Um, but yeah, it was a really good book and I definitely recommend that as well. Okay. I think I'm, are we through everything? <laughs> I feel like I just talked for so long um, about valleys and peaks and everything, but I think it wasn't too, too bad. But you know what? Gotta give God glory. Gotta give testimony. You know what? Because I'm not the only person that he will do any of this stuff for. Like I, he does not love me more. He does not love you more. We are all in the same boat and he is the same God to every single one of us and he loves each of us exactly the same amount. <laughs> I wouldn't say he loves us all the same. I think he loves us all uniquely. Um, I heard that message by Lisa Bevere and it was so, so good. She talks about how God doesn't love us equally because to love us equally mean to love us would mean to love us the same. And we all have different love languages and we all are like our hearts. He communicates with our hearts all in different ways. So he, he knows exactly the perfect way to love you, love you and to communicate with you and to bring you peace and to like move you forward and You know, just like I said, communicate with your heart and everything like that. So he loves us all exactly the same amount and he knows exactly how to love you in the way that you need. So yeah, I hope that if you guys are looking for some sort of like, you know, I don't know, hope and moving forward or, you know, having like divine relationships or like having God like intercede in relationships or bring people into your life, like keep praying about it because he is definitely... He's a God without limitations. That's one of my favorite things about him. He is so wonderful. Okay, so we are going to go ahead and get into today's topic because it is going to be a good one. So, and wait, before we do that, I don't know if you guys can tell that I'm mouth breathing today. I hope it's not like really, I hope you can't hear my breaths too, too loud. But because I'm getting over a sickness, I can't breathe through my nose. And obviously if I'm sitting here talking, I can't breathe. So, I have to breathe at the optimum times when I can. But, anyways, okay, moving along. I just wanted to get that out of the way in case you guys are hearing me like inhale, exhale over here. Um, and I don't want you to get annoyed with it. But, like I just did then. Okay. Anyway, we're pushing forward. Okay. So, these 1 to 25, none of them are in a specific order. I wrote them down literally as they came out of my head. And I could have honestly kept going probably, but I decided to stop at 25 because that's, you know, the theme today. So whatever. Um, And because there's 25, there's quite a few, I'm not going to be able to talk about each of them way in depth. Um, But I'm sure you guys are, you know, totally okay with that. (laughs) But um, so we're going to go ahead and jump into number one. Okay, number one is start now. Okay, if you are, if you are, younger than me or even older than me like guys I'm t- these are all personal experiences okay this is all stuff that I've learned slash wish I would have understood or known okay so if you need to take notes take notes but this is I'm serious I wouldn't tell you guys this if I didn't think it was important <sighs> okay got that off my chest number 1 start now this is so important and I feel like it is such a theme to my life because Honestly, it was kind of like once I grasped it, like I grasped it, like I understood that there is never going to be a perfect time or a perfect situation to do that thing that you want to do. You're never going to feel 100% ready. You're never going to have it all figured out. You're never going to be perfectly set up to execute it in the most perfect way. You can always do your best. Are you going to have a lucky break sometimes and do it perfectly? Absolutely. But don't let yourself not do it simply because you're afraid that you won't do it perfectly. Just go ahead and understand, know that you're going to have mistakes. I was talking to my friend about this not long ago. Like I was like, why are like just go ahead and know that you're going to make a mistake. And why does that scare you? Why does that scare us? Honestly, I think um there I did a podcast on it not long ago. I think it was Fear of Failure. Um, that we talked about and it was so good because I go back and listen to it quite frequently (laughs) but it talks about how like we aren't afraid of failing we're afraid of what they will think when we do fail and that is just like so wild because oftentimes we're like no we don't care what they think blah 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 whatever yet we don't step out and do things because we don't want them to know that we failed and we don't want them to we don't know what they're going to think of us when we do fail I have 100% felt this and I had to get over the fact of like, okay, listen, I'm going to make mistakes. And once I became okay with making mistakes, there was literally nothing that could stop me because I was okay with being a beginner. I was okay with being a learner. I was okay with sitting there and being like, you know what? No, I don't have everything figured out. No, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but God does and God's on my side. And so I have nothing to fear. I'm going to figure it out. He's going to help me figure it out. I'm going to fall a couple of times. I'm going to learn some really wonderful things. And move forward because the only thing that can come from you failing or you making a mistake is learning. That is the only thing that's going to happen. You're going to be like, okay, so this didn't work. Now I know I need to try this or I'm not going to do this thing that I just did because it didn't work out the best. I'm going to adjust it, refine it and move forward. And so it's like the only thing that you're doing is you're learning. There's this quote from um, National Treasure, I think it is. And Ben's like, you know, Thomas Edison tried and failed nearly 2,000 times to develop or um, uh, invent the light bulb. And when asked about it, he said, I didn't fail. I found 2,000 ways how to not make a light bulb. That is literally legendary. Like we, this is a man who, who essentially what we consider in our terms failed 2000 times how many of us would fail at something 2000 times and literally keep going I don't know I don't know many of us but if he wouldn't have we wouldn't have light bulbs right now like maybe later someone else would have but it's just it it's so crazy it blows my mind and I, I love his perspective on it he's like I found 2000 ways not to do it And I think that needs to be our attitude and moving forward is like just go ahead and start now if you figure out if you figure out ways not to do it what's the harm Okay, that will start now. I took way too long in doing that. Okay, start developing a work ethic. I did not have a work ethic growing up, mostly because I was unmotivated. I did not like school at all. I was just not into it. So I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that I was, your my, my my lack of motivation had to do with the fact that I was not very good at school. Um, and it's because it's, it's so funny because like I talked to people who knew me in high school now and like, I tell them the things that I'm doing, or like how I help with resumes, or I help you know, interview prep, or whatever. And like, I have a, a good um, I'm, I'm pretty intellectual <laughs> to be honest, and that's not anything anyone would have honestly ever seen coming. Um, I know that people and because I'll, I'll talk to people that I knew in high school, and they're like, wait a second, what are they like, listen to a podcast, and they're like, oh my gosh, what the heck. And I'm like, yeah, guys, I just turned it on, you know, and I think honestly, it's all stuff that was in me always, but it's like whenever you aren't applying it, you don't know that you have it. Whenever you don't figure out where your niche is, whenever you don't figure out like or take the time to like get to know yourself, you're not going to be able to prosper in the way that you should be able to or the way that you could simply because you haven't given yourself enough Thought, or you know, not taking the time to get to know yourself, or whatever. And so, I think for me, though, I would have like not allowed my situations or my circumstances to develop to determine my bad work ethic. Um, because on, I guess it wouldn't even be bad, honestly. I just didn't even have one, like, it was just non existent in my life, it was just totally complacent. And so, I think that going back now, I would have started working like, you know, putting together or like learning my work ethic um, already because now there's like obviously still kinks and things that I'm working out or learning about myself. And I think I would have started developing a work ethic like earlier on and understanding like what kind of learner I am, you know, just being able to kind of like fast track a lot of things. And I wish that I would have like taken more seriously what I'm putting into my mind um, because now I'm just like I I love to learn. I love to research and stuff like that. And so I think that like if I would have gotten started on developing a work ethic previously, I think I would be really stellar at it right now and really disciplined. Um, Regardless, though, one day I will be super disciplined and um, really stellar at it. But anyway, that's just one thing that I learned. The third thing, your friends are your future. And if I could say this a million times and spend the rest of the podcast on this, I would Guys, look around at the people that you, and I wish I could even go back and tell my grade school self this. And I, I'm really like thankful or like even my preschool self, honestly. Okay. Not that dramatic, but like whenever you look at the people that you're around and the, the, the direction that they are going, the path that they're on, is that the path that you want for your life? Honestly, because if it's not, you need to start putting up barriers and start distancing, distancing yourself from those people. And it doesn't have to come from a rude place. It doesn't have to come from a, you know, a high horse or anything of the sort. It's not, it's not even, it's honestly not even a mean thing to do. It's just the fact that you have to look out for yourself. You have to take care of yourself and you only get to live one life. So it's like, if you can take those red flags, and I'm not saying that those people are bad people at all, but if you are on, if you were doing life with them, you were going to be walking the same path with them. Even if you're trying to like build something else up over over here on the other side of the road or whatever, if you and them are still walking together, are still arm in arm, you are still going to be over in their path and walking down that that path and in in doing life with them and heading where they are headed. And so, being able to take kind of this, like I was talking about earlier, like but having this like aerial type of view and being able to look at how these small things add together your friends really are your future and I am so, so thankful that this was instilled in me in high school um, and that I was able to kind of reroute a little bit and not that the people that I knew, not that the people that I hung out with were bad by any means, I'm still friends with them, but I knew that I wanted something different for my life and I'm not even going to use the word better because I don't, I'm not even saying like this is better, what they're doing is better at all, but I knew that I wanted something different than the direction that they were headed and sometimes you just have to veer off on your own path and, and love them from afar and cheer them on from afar but like that is just kind of like honestly how humans work like you have to be committed to where you're going and you have to make sure that your surroundings are contributing to that and I wouldn't even say it's a selfish thing like I, I mean in a sense it is but it's more so just it, it, it shouldn't be a selfish thing to take care of yourself. You know what I mean? It shouldn't have it like that negative connotation with it, that it's selfish to take care of yourself or it's selfish to, you know, care about your surroundings or whatever that shouldn't even go hand in hand really in my opinion. Um, But I think that um, if you are looking around at the people that you are surrounding yourself with right now and you can ask yourself, am I okay with where they're taking their life? Is this where I want my life to go? yes or no and then being able to make your decisions based off of that okay number four having a positive outlook on life is so important okay so this is kind of vast um in a general sense um but i think that it really is so important in order to like learning how to change your perspective into having a positive outlook on life in general Because I think we can really get bogged down with like, even just like with the media or the things that we're believing or, you know, not saying that none of it's true, but like the, the, you know, the things that we put our effort into and everything's doom and gloom and, um, you know, the world is in shambles and everything. And it's like, but there's also so much good in the world. And I think we can get so lost in this mentality of like being like, of like knowing how so many things are in destruction and you know, how people are, you know, more depressed than they've ever been or, you know, whatever the case. And I've got thoughts about that as well. But like, it's like, you know, it's just really, um, it's not going to do anybody any good. And I, and I'm not saying like, pretend that those things don't exist or pretend that those things aren't happening. Um, I definitely think that there is a time to like recognize that, take it into account and do what we can to help. Absolutely. But I think also, you know, trying to have a positive outlook on this life that we have because, you know, God's not doom and gloom. He's really excited about your life. He's more excited about your life than you are. Um, and it's really important. This life is really, really important. I mean, you know, eternity is more important, but you know, he's not discrediting this. And so I think that, you know, working to have a positive perspective on life. And I talk to you guys about this all the time, but like, you know, whatever those negative thoughts kind of start to infiltrate your mind, Um, Being able to pluck those out and and plant in positive thoughts into your mind and being able to focus on those. So really trying to be intentional about having a positive outlook on life is so important because it will really help shape you as a person um, and where you're going and the effort that you put into your future. Um, Number five, be nice. So this is kind of, um, I don't know, this might kind of be redundant for some people or irrelevant, but Because most people are nice. Um, I wasn't always nice. And this is so funny. It's not funny. Okay, it's not funny. It's not funny. But, like, it's funny in a sense because, like, I am literally so nice. I love people so hard. I love them so much. Like, honestly, it might even be to a fault at this point in my life. Like, I might love people that much. But um, I wasn't always like that. And it it was because I didn't know God. I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know what had been done for me. I didn't have... I didn't know the love that I had been given. So I couldn't give the love that I wanted to give. So I had a um, very thick um, defense mechanism when it came to rejection. Um, I was very quick to reject people. And I wanted to reject them before they rejected me. So I was not nice. I was very mean. Um, And I think I I really just genuinely wish I could go back and... um, not be like that I wish I would have had some sort of like self-realization of the fact that like this doesn't make you cool it doesn't make you be feared it doesn't make you I mean like people did fear me to a a extent which is literally so lame to even say but like it kept me from being like having any sort of like target on my back it kept me from being like the victim of anything and that was always like my goal was just to not be a victim and so um which is sad but like I just wish that I would have understood that being nice is way more worth the effort than being mean and that it's okay to have a target on your back or to be like, it's never okay to be a victim. Don't get me wrong in saying that, but like, it's like being nice will always take you further than being mean. Well, and you know, if, if you're nice and you are the victim, like God forbid, or you do have some sort of target on your back, like having some sort of like self-realization or self-awareness and not letting like what people are saying about you, you know, get to you or affect the way that you think about yourself, the way you see yourself. So I really wish that I could go back and just be nice. (laughs) Unfortunately, I can't, but it's definitely something that I've learned. And, um, it is crazy because like, if you, it, it was a lot of energy being mean. Um, but I will say that like, if you're someone that is, you know, if you are being honest with yourself, I know I was definitely mean-spirited. I was super critical and mean-spirited and very quick, um, to, you know, say something negative about someone, maybe not even to their face, but like whatever, just like to someone else about them, like, um, which is such trash. But like, if like you were someone that does that and you don't like the fact that you do it or like, you know, you feel bad about it or or whatever, but you don't know how to like be someone different. I'm definitely 100% here to say that you can absolutely turn that truck right around, no problem. Um, you'll, you know, it it does take time to figure it out, but through conditioning and like knowing, like the love that you've been given, the joy that you've been given, and the peace that you've been given um, from God, that that you're able to take that everything that's inside of you and pour it out onto other people, it just kind of becomes this, you know, a, a replacement of energy, if that makes sense. So I wish I could go back and tell myself that. Definitely something that I've learned is just to be nice. It will always take you so much further. Um, number six, the things that feel like it's, this is, this is definitely for high school. Definitely. Definitely. Um, the thing that feels like it's the end of the world isn't the end of the world. (laughs) I love this because so many times, and I don't know if it's because like our, the way that our brains develop or how quickly or slowly or whatever, and maybe mine just like, developed at a different rate than everyone else's but when I was in high school or like when I was in grade school and high school everything that happened felt like it was literally the end of the world like it was the most horrible like thing in my life that could have ever happened and it always happened to me like it was like and I do think I had some sort of like victim mentality when it came to came to things. But like, I wish I could go back with my perspective now and see and not let those things affect me as much because they did like if anything happened, like it affected me so much, it was crippling. And so it affected a lot of my relationships, it affected a lot of my schooling, it affected a lot of my, um, you know, opportunities that I took a hold of and didn't take a hold of. And it just it, it hindered so much of my growth um, during those those stages in life. I wish that I would have understood that they were not the end of the world, um, that they were just minor things that happened while I was in this small town and around these these few people every single day. Um, and I just wish I would have known that so that I could have worked to move past that and used it to condition me um, you know, to become the person that I am today. And I guess in a sense it did, but... You know, I wish I would have understood that that's what was going on then, rather than it feeling like it was a crippling, you know, horrible, tragic event. Okay, next, build your village. So I love this. Um, I love this so much. This is so I okay. This took me a while to figure out. Obviously, um, I think with everybody it kind of does, but, um, or like the people that you would consider in your village, quote unquote, village now may not be people that you would consider in your village in a few years or whatever um but i have built my village i have people around me that i trust with my whole entire life like i would air all of my dirty laundry out to i would trust them to not say a word to a single soul like I could like lay all my gunk out in front of them and know that everything was 100% completely safe with them. And so um, obviously God has been a huge factor in this and just like praying for relationships and praying for friendships and just like trusting him with those things and allowing him to walk people into my life whenever they needed to be walked in. And so building, you know, and, and being intentional too because like, you know, you aren't just going to allow everybody to walk into your village or like walk into your life and you just dump all of this stuff on them. Like you need to learn to, um, not be, I always hate saying guarded because I make it, I feel like it feels like you know being standoffish or whatever um or like you know closing yourself off to people and I don't think that's the case but I think you do definitely need to use discernment when you are inviting people into your life and building your village is something that does take a lot of um effort and intention um and prayerfully considering it uh but I know now that like I have my village and I'm sure there'll be more people that like will you know Come into my life later. Um, but someone asked me on my QA uh not too long ago, what was the final thing that helped you gain confidence to um to start your podcast? And I was honest I was like honestly like my village, like my my people that I know had my back, like my people that I knew, you know, no matter what happened with whatever, like I knew that they weren't gonna leave me, that they weren't gonna side with anybody else. They knew my heart, they knew my intentions for this and anything that came about of it, like they had my back regardless, like no matter what storm I was about to walk through in my life, I did not have to worry about those people um, walking away. And so I think that we all need a support system and we need to have a good, good support system and a support system that we can trust. So being intentional about building your village and, you know, being not strict, but kind of, (laughs) if you need to um, be careful about who you let into your village because not everybody is worthy of that. Um, okay, so the next thing, this is kind of hard to talk about because I'm kind of still learning it, but savings. Okay, I think for me, honestly, like I I, I know why we need a savings, but I think it wasn't like made personal to me and just like t- until like the past like year or so because I obviously like got out on my own and it like then, then that's when it started to make sense of why I should have taking it more seriously. And in hindsight, I don't really regret not like being super crazy about my savings because I know people who are crazy, crazy about their savings and missed out on going, doing certain things. And like, I'm really, really glad that I didn't have to do that, that I didn't miss out on that, that I was like, you know, because in life, like, I mean, money is just money, right? Like, I mean, I have that mentality. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to be like super, you know, feel super confined because of money or I'm not going to let money like imprison me into not doing something. Like if I have the money and I want to go and do this thing, like if I can afford to do it, I'm going to go and do it. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to go into debt for it or anything like that. But like, you know, I'm not going to have like this like super tight hold on my savings. And I think like I kind of uh like back, you know, in high school, for instance, like or even a little bit of college, like I didn't think like you know, that savings was like that super important right then in my life, because I'm like, well, you know, like you have your savings. Yeah. But like, what's the point of even having a savings because you can't use it? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, of course, for emergencies and stuff. But I was like, what emergency am I about to have? Like, you know what I mean? Like my car is paid off, you know, things are fine. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it just didn't seem like that big of a deal. Um, But that was just, again, like my naive, like mindset. Like, I was just like, whatever. Um, but now I see how important it is and, um, like I said, I don't regret how I handled it, but I'm just finally starting to love like personally, um, putting effort into my savings, like watching it accumulate and I've actually become like somewhat passionate about it and like, so I've had like accountability with it and I can set like personal goals and so now it's become something that I enjoy doing rather than like a hindrance or something that is like, you know, restricting me with my money. Um, okay. Savings. Um, okay. So the next thing I have here actually is you'll lose friends. And I don't mean this in like, this isn't supposed to be like sad. I I should have put seasonal friends, honestly, or seasonal people. Um, because I think that friends come into your life, people come into your life to serve a purpose, um, to, to like, to contribute to your life and you to their life in some way. But sometimes they might only be there for a season. They might be there to teach you a lesson. They might be there to, you know, help you learn something. And then you guys, you know, go in different directions. You'll always still have love for each other. You'll always, you know, still root for each other from afar. But I think that like, um, you know, I think that just it's hard to understand that, you know, while you're in those friendships, I don't know. I, I just it's definitely something that I've learned and I think I'm still kind of like figuring out like in this stage of my life because obviously I'm like in my (laughs) mid-20s which is still surreal but like some of my friends are having babies some of them are getting married some of them have full-blown children um and I don't get to like and I wouldn't consider them like lost friends but I'm just kind of in this limbo kind of with like friendships where we're all kind of in these different stages and it doesn't make us any less friends or like you know, we can't, we're still normal and act the same when we're around each other. But it is a weird kind of like limbo because everyone's kind of doing their own thing. And sometimes people, you know, drift, drift apart. um, And that does happen. And it's not always necessarily a bad thing. um, But kind of like I said earlier, but when it comes to like building your village, like people that you consider to be like your first chair are not even going to be like sat in the auditorium anymore, you know. And so it's just going to come down to like the fact of like, what they you know what their morals are what they believe and what you believe etc and they're going to god's going to move people in and out of your life and so it's like not to not get attached to them but i think knowing that like that's just a part of life now and you know i think it helps it make a little bit easier but it is definitely something that i've learned is that you will have seasonal friendships um okay the next thing that i have is spend time with family i think as i get older. Like, priorities are starting to, like, I know, I mean, my family is always super important to me, like, when I was younger, Um, but I think, like, even just for me now, like, looking forward in the things that I want to do are, like, because I put in a lot of time to, like, my podcast and YouTube and things that I'm working diligently to grow, Um, it can sometimes become more of a priority than my family. Um, and I think kind of as I get older, I see that my family will like needs to be a priority over that, over that, um, because all of this stuff can go away or whatever. Like I could, you know, Google could go down tomorrow, the internet could go, go down tomorrow. And it's like, but have you invested in your friendships? Have you invested in your relationships? And so for me, a family will always come first and I will never, like, I'm always happiest when I'm with them. I'm always like most fulfilled when I'm with them and spending time with them. and so. I just I love them so much and so I you know kind of like learning as I go to spend time with them and to like make sacrifices in order to spend more time with them. The next thing, okay, your feelings are valid but not true. I think this kind of branches off of, you know, the what feels like the end of the world isn't actually the end of the world. Um and this is something that I've told you guys a lot too, but like Understanding that your feelings are your feelings, your feeling, what you're feeling is what you're feeling. And it's okay to like validate that and be like, okay, I am feeling rejected right now. Like, yes, I feel rejected right now. But being able to look at that and be like, but that's not true. I'm not rejected. Like, I am so loved. Like, I'm so valued and I'm so treasured. I'm so cherished. And being able to, like, differentiate between validity and what's truthful. You know what I mean? And so being able to, like, accept that, hey, I'm feeling this. But it's not, it's it's not, like, true. It's not capital T true. Like, I, just because I feel rejected, just because I feel lonely, does not mean that I am rejected or that I am alone? Because our feelings can lie to us a lot, but I feel like one of the first ways to getting past that or getting to know or understand your feelings or emotions is to validate and to have that moment of self-acceptance and like recognition and then being able to be like, but hey, hey, it's okay. Like, but this isn't true. Like you you were feeling this, but that doesn't mean that it's true. And, you know, looking to what that truth is, And, um, you know, seeking God for that truth. Um, okay. The next thing, become self-aware, know why you do what you do. You guys are gonna literally hate me. (laughs) I've said this to you guys so many times. Um, but yes, become self-aware, know why you do what you do. This takes a lot of self-discipline, a lot of practice And a lot of interrogation on yourself. But honestly, once you've conditioned yourself enough to do it, you know, fairly quickly, it's pretty easy to do. Um, And it helps so much with relationships, so much with friendships. Um, And like I said, it does take, it is painful at first, to be honest, because you don't want to be painfully honest with yourself at first because it's like you don't want to be wrong or you don't want um what you're feeling to not be correct you know what I mean and so like become self-aware so what I mean by know why you do what you do so say you're lashing out at oh I should have come up with an example for this one um know why you do what you do okay so you're feeling jealous of a friend or something um or you're mad at a friend And so being able to peel back a layer and be like, okay, well, I'm feeling jealous of her. Okay, why am I feeling jealous of her? Well, because she looks skinnier than me. Okay, why does it matter that I feel like she looks skinnier than me? Like going deep, deep down, did someone, do I feel like she's the prettier friend that I'm being overlooked? Like, do I feel like um, I'm not worthy enough because I'm not skinny enough? Do I feel like I'm rejected by people and she's accepted by people? Like, Because really in all actuality, our issues are never about other people. Um, it's always about ourselves or why, why we're feeling a way that we're feeling. And so being able to dig deep down, it's going to end up being like, you know, I've been told I've been rejected for my weight before. And, you know, it it might not even be the truth of the fact that like, she is skinnier than you. It just could be like in, in your head, that's what you're saying because that's what you believe to be true, but probably not the best example, but being able to go down layer by layer by layer by layer, like the moment that something rises up in you. Being able to ask yourself, okay, why, and then when you get that why, go. But okay, why, and then when you get that one, go. But okay, why? Like, just keep pulling it down, keep on going down, Um, and then until you get to the very seed of that issue, and then being able to work on that, like. Like, okay, well, this wasn't true, or, you know, this person said this, but it wasn't true, or like, okay, but God says that I'm this, and so, like, being able to pluck that seed out is going to stop all the other roots from continuing to, um, like, manifesting. all the other roots are going to die off because the seed's gone, and so there's going to be nothing else for it to feed off of if you get rid of the root. That's why I say go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until you can't go any deeper, being able to really, you know, just go at that root and, or go at that seed and then pull it out. And so knowing why you do what you do is going to help you with so many aspects of relationships and friendships because, um, you're not going, you're going to either be able to not act in that way because I know for me, like if I feel something, I'm like, okay, but why? Okay, but why? Okay, but why? And then once I figure it out, I'm like, okay, um, I'm not going to act on these emotions because I know that they are not valid and I know that it's not this person's fault and I know that she didn't mean to make me feel bad. It's, you know, my own issue that I'm working through, blah, 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 blah. So be come self-aware. I tell you guys that all the time, but know why you do what you do. Okay, the next thing, this one's honestly the saddest, but <laughs> it's something that I've learned. Um, honestly, it's like the worst one. Your parents are getting older. I know. Everybody cry. I get it. I know. I know. Your grandparents are your par- Your gr- Your grandparents, too. But your parents are getting older. Honestly, worst thing ever. Like when my mom says I'm getting old, like I literally I look at her like I literally grab her chin and I look at her and I'm like, look at me. And she's like staring at me and I'm like, do not say that. Like you cannot say that to me. I hate when you say that. Because I don't want them to get older. Like in my head, they're still like 30 something. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so it's like when you're little, like in there having birthdays, you don't like think like, hey, they're getting older. Like I need to spend time with them. Like you that just doesn't really like cross your mind, you know. And so it's like whenever you're like in your mid 20s or whatever and they're starting to like actually like I mean, my parents aren't like up there. But like, you know, they are you do realize you're like, oh, wait, they are getting older. Like that happened so fast. I didn't even realize it. And so it's like that is something that I have learned and that I like take into account like now that kind of goes hand in hand with like spending time with family because I think like just kind of as you like go through life and like think new perspectives are like brought on you or like you develop these new perspectives around like what actually matters and like what's actually important. And so it's like definitely like your family and definitely like your parents and like so for me like of course my everyone's parents are getting older but like for me it's kind of like it's a realization that like I need to spend more time with them and not because like I'm like freaking out about not having enough time with them it's just like you know in a few more years like they're like I'm gonna be like oh they've gotten older (laughs) and so like I don't know I don't mean that as like an insult like parents getting older it's just like they are and like you know they may not be able to go run around and play tag with you anymore or whatever and so it's like going and like just making the most of all the time that you have with everybody I've even noticed it with like my nephew like I'm like oh my gosh she's gotten so much older it's crazy you know and so just like I don't think you realize that whenever you live with someone day to day today but like kind of whenever you look back again and like I've said a million times use this word like a million times this episode but in hindsight like you are like wow yeah like time is passing. It's not, it didn't even like occur to me how much time was passing, but it definitely is. Um, okay. The next thing is Jesus is everything. Okay. So this one probably would have been first if I would have put it in any sort of order. Um, but Jesus is absolutely everything. He is better than anything. I wish I would have known this, like going into high school. I would have, I wish I would have known this in grade school. Like I wish I would have always known this and I wish I would have allowed it to deter me from, decisions or whatever like choices I made in my life that took away from this um or any time that I spent believing that he wasn't everything or that he wasn't enough because he literally came into my life like he is the most pivotal thing that's happened in my life um he has completely restored and helped and all of my relationships friendships like like literally everything that I have ever let him into he has only brought restoration and love and light into and so it's like I wish I would have had like grasped the concept of this like a a, a long ago (laughs) long long ago before like I had allowed like these things to impact me so much or like before I like you know believe certain things about myself because then now it's like now it's like, you know, we're working to like unlearn a lot of things or like pluck certain things out, which is totally fine. But like I just I learned in my life that Jesus is absolutely everything. I will not live another day without him. Um. Next thing I have is there is more to life than partying. Being known as a party girl will get you absolutely nowhere. Amen. It speaks for itself. Been there. Done that. There's literally no reward for it. Can't put it on your resume. It won't make you any money. Won't make you more valuable. There's just nothing to be, nothing to be said about it, really. Um, you know, being sloppy and hurtful or, you know, being sloppy and <laughs> rude or whatever. Um, you know, and I'm not saying like not to have fun. That's not at all what I'm getting at. I think probably in my head I have a preconceived notion of what a party girl looks like because it's, you know, how I acted. But what I'm meaning here is like someone who, um, that's their identity. Um, that's, they go out because that's who they are supposed to be. That's who they have to be. That's who they feel like they're meant to be. Um, is someone who goes out, gets sloppy drunk, is rude to girls, is, um, rude to guys, is just out for themselves, um, doesn't care, have any reservation for other people. Um, and it just wants to be the center in order to, deflect any sort of insecurities that they have. Um, and really that essentially is just going to be, and and they're working to fill a void that they don't know that they have, but it's just essentially going to be an empty, it's just a black hole. You can't get anywhere through it. Like you're not gonna, it's not going to bring any sort of value to your life, um, by just living like that. So, If you're a girl that likes to have fun, definitely not dogging on you. Same here. But um, I think in my head, that's kind of what it was um, when I was such. So anyway, Um, next thing, never stop learning. This just goes without saying, always keep your student mentality. I'm someone that is very big on never stop learning, Um, continuing to just like I, like I said earlier, admitting to like, hey, no, I don't have everything figured out. And I I never want to be someone who thinks that I do. I Because then that person has stopped learning and you can't learn from them if they think that they know everything. That's a toxic environment to to learn from, someone who thinks that they know everything. So never stop learning, always continue to grow, research, pour things in. Um, go find out what kind of content you like and be someone that is just taking in that content, consistently learning, never becoming like never sitting on your high horse, learning, taking your authority's advice, learning from it, you know, applying it and being thankful for it. Um, next thing, be you. Yes, be you. I, I wish this is something that I would have grasped earlier. Um, but like even when it came to like my style in high school or when it came to like the way that I talked or when it came to like you know what I what I wanted to participate in or whatever. Like I wish I would have just been me. Like I remember in high school, I went to like be a part of the newspaper as like a to write on like for art like to write articles, and like I went to one thing and I felt like so dumb for being there. Like I am, which is funny now because here I am. But like, it's just like I don't know. I just wish that I would have just been me rather than like worried about what everyone else was thinking about me or like worrying if I was going to be good enough or whatever. I wish I would have just stuck it out and just been me and followed what I wanted to do and just enjoy it. Um, Be present in this season because you will miss it. Amen. I'm trying to actually do that now because I'm like one day I'm going to miss 25. One day I'm going to be like, girl, 25 was prime time. You know what I mean? (laughs) So um, I'm able to like look back in my life now and like see seasons where I'm like, wow, I wish that would have ended. Like, or like when I was in the season, like I was like, oh my gosh, I hate this season. This is the absolute worst. And I can look back to it now and be like, wow, like that, those were such good times. Like that was so much fun. I loved that so much. And like just missing it so much. And like, I'm like, I wish I wouldn't have rushed it. And so that's something that I'm trying to put into practice now. Um, okay. Next thing be flexible, accommodate. This is so important too. You have to learn to go with the flow. Um, and as a type three, this is V hard because I'm definitely someone that's like, I need itineraries, schedules. I need plans. I need maps. I need to know the ins and outs of everyone's plans, what everyone's wearing and the, what the plan is when we get there, you know what I mean? And so I've learned that life is so much less stressful. If you, Allow yourself to be flexible and to accommodate. Um, this is something that I'm working on because I know I've told you guys this before, but like something I struggle with is being selfish with my time. Um, and it's it's not so much, I guess, like, oh, this time is mine. It's like, um, if I have like a plan for something, if I have something in my Google Calendar, it's like mm, it's staying that way. <laughs> and so it like if someone throws a wrench in my plans or if it's like like it's like learning to like you know what? Yes, this dinner is last minute, but go ahead and go to the dinner. Like, your work can wait. You, you know, like, learning to make those sacrifices or whatever. Or it's like, if you're somewhere and I'm and I, like, if I am somewhere at like a meeting or something and I wanted to be home by 3 30 so I could start working on something. And it was really, you know, just something that I had set in my mind that I was going to do. And then someone asks me if they can have a ride home and then they end up sitting in my car and talking. See, like, that's something that would normally be like, okay, get out. Like, I, I have something to do and it's like it's not really like that I'm running late for anything it's just that that's what was on my schedule and now my schedule is going to be messed up but learning to accommodate and just be flexible roll with the punches learning that life is honestly not that serious like it's okay and just being like you know what that's that, that, it's okay yeah I'm, to, I'm totally cool with that you just let me know what's best like I'm totally that's like my mantra now I'm like hey yeah just for sure let me know I'm totally cool and so learning to be flexible and accommodate um, next learn how to take criticism, but not take it personally. This is so important. This is something that I have actually, I think gotten pretty good at. Um, I can take criticism pretty well and I can accept it. Um, and I, I think my thing, how I accept it, um, is I think them like, I'm like, thank you so much. Like, yeah, I didn't catch that at all. You know, like being able to just like take my pride and like, just chuck it out the door and be like, no, it's it's really no big deal. Like they, are contributing to this. They feel like what they have to say is important. So that's wonderful. And they obviously care about it. And so, you know, it's up to me then if I want to like then, you know, take their critiques or whatever. Um, but, you know, it's just being able to take it with gratitude and not take it personally. Um, because again, knowing who you are, having your validation and your security coming from Christ rather from their criticism. So learn how to take criticism, think it or take it with gratitude, be thankful, but not take it personally. Um, Give yourself grace. You guys have heard me talk about this so much. So give yourself grace. Um, This has been a word last year. And so this is something that I've gotten pretty good at as well. This is actually something I'm still working on. I will say like, this is probably the one thing that I'm still, you know, out of this group of 25 that I am like, um, I have to work actively at that. I'm not 100% conditioned like the back of my hand. Like it's not second nature for me just to give myself grace. I have to remind myself like nearly every time, but it's getting easier and it has gotten easier, but give yourself grace, allow yourself to, you know, like make flukes. And like, this isn't this, like when I was talking about mistakes and failures earlier, this isn't really like, I don't know, it wasn't really the same category. I think for me, like this is stuff like, oh, you should have known better or like oh you you got lazy um or you you weren't disciplined enough like you you knew you had time to do this but instead you like laid in bed an extra 15 minutes like you know it's stuff like that like learning not to like yell at myself for you know making the, a bad decision like earlier when i was talking about mistakes it's like okay well i had parent it but like i messed up and it's like okay well i gave it my all so it's whatever but i think this is where i'm trying to give myself grace of when i do knowingly make the wrong decision and not beating myself up for it whenever I see the repercussions of that whether no matter how big or how small they are like it's really hard for me to be like okay it was it's okay it's okay you made the wrong decision and yes you should have gotten up out of bed when your alarm went off and you know done this or spend time with Jesus or given yourself like I would get upset with myself for not giving myself enough time to make breakfast like actually mad at myself like genuinely like super horribly mad at myself like really really angry and it's like that's just not even it's okay it's all right it's no biggie like you know we'll we'll figure something out you know just trying to like give myself grace and like just I don't know it's tough for me but <laughs> that's something that I'm learning and probably next year I'll have completely mastered Next, don't be afraid to be a beginner. Okay, so I actually said this earlier. So maybe this, you know, I don't know. But like I said, just go ahead and start. Don't be afraid to be a beginner. I'm not going to go back through all this, but allow yourself to be a learner. You know, figure it out as you go. Everyone starts out as a beginner. So quit knocking yourself down. Don't like no one comes out the gate a professional. So it's all cool. You got it. Um, Ask, ask for help. Ask for the discount. Ask for dot, dot, dot. This is something so hard for me. I will actually say this is probably way worse than the Give Yourself Grace one. I really don't have a grasp on this one yet pretty much at all. (laughs) If I'm being completely honest, it is really hard for me to ask for help. But it's something that I've learned that I know that I need to do. Um, So that's why it's in this list uh, because I have started to do it. But I'm not a master at it yet and I'm actually not even really that good at it yet. I would rather just not ask and then like, you know, be up to my eyeballs and whatever and be like, no, it's cool. I got it. Don't worry about it. Um, but then like be ready at the, you know, at the ready whenever someone is, you know, ready to ask me to help them with something, um, you know, and it's just like kind of that double-edged sword where it's like you want to give all of yourself and you don't want to be a burden on anybody else. Um, but it's okay because the people that love you are excited to help you. Um, and so for me, it's hard for me to ask for help or to like be a burden on people. And it's, it's more of like a mental thing for me. Um, just like struggling with like showing any sort of weakness or like the fact that I can't handle something. Um, then also just trying not to be a burden for people. Like I would never, like if I'll be, I'll be at like, um, a store or something and like the price on the t-shirt or whatever I'll go and like try some try it on and then there'll be like a hole in it or something and someone's like oh you should just ask for a discount like ask for it like take it and ask for a discount and then see if you can just like fix it a little bit and I'm like uh-uh I'm not asking for a discount like heck no like I'm not doing that or if it's like something totally reasonable <laughs> I'm like no I'm not asking for that I'm like it, and someone's like you know what's the worst thing they can say is no and I'm like yeah but it's like oh I don't want to just don't want to feel like grimy or like I'm trying to like you know steal something I don't know it's just like hard for me to like ask for people to do stuff for me so anyway I'm still working on that but I know it's not a bad thing to do so it's like I need to become okay with doing it asking for help asking for the discount asking for whatever the case is like just going ahead and asking and you know because normally when I ask I'm like but it's okay if you don't want to then of course they're not going to do it like you know so I need to learn how to be like you know stern when I ask like hey can you do this for me it's important (laughs) I don't know um okay take responsibility yes 100% super good at this figured this out take responsibility, take responsibility for the, your past, take responsibility for things that you've done, take responsibility for things you have not yet done. Whenever you're called down on something, take responsibility. It is tough, but honestly, it's one of those things. Like as soon as you do it, it's like, okay, that wasn't so bad because like you learned how to cope with it in that moment. Like you're like, okay, yeah, I hear you. I take responsibility for that. Like that was not good. Like, okay, here's a, for instance, this actually happened today. Um, when it's not even I don't even know if it's really a good example honestly okay but so I have a lot on my plate at work like a lot on my plate at work like so much on my plate at work that like it's hard for me even to get to all of my work um and so I had something on my like to-do list for like a week and a half and I was like I gotta get this done I gotta get this done and I never was able to get it done because when it comes to my work like I need to um have time for creativity And normally like with my workload, there's not a lot of time to be creative because as a communications specialist, it's like I'm putting together like newsletters or something like that. And so if I'm putting together a newsletter, it's like, you know, I need to be able to like be creative with like a format, you know, and like a layout and colors and the name and where everything's going to go because we're gonna It's a newsletter. So we're going to keep it like this for quite some time, you know? And so it's like, I want it to be good because I only want to have to do it once. And so, I was really struggling with it because I wasn't finding anything really that I liked and um, other stuff was needing to get done and it kept getting kind of pushed on the back burner and I was like really upset about it because I felt like I didn't have enough time to like be creative. Being creative almost felt like a waste of time um, because it's like kind of not doing anything. You're kind of just playing around with like shapes and formats and stuff like that. So um, I didn't really ever get to it but then it kind of kept getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back and I was like yo this needs to go out like now like i don't have any more time to like sit here and whatever and i know if you're a creative you know if you sit on a project for too long you just can't even look at it. You don't like anything about it. You'll never reach any sort of conclusion about it. Um, But I knew I needed to go out. So I literally slapped a few things together and I was like, whatever, call it good. I'm done with it. I can't even look at it. And I hated it so much. I knew that I was going to have to redo it, Um, like do it again for the next month's issue. But I was like, it's just I there's nothing I can do I don't know what else to do with it like it's got to go out um and so then just today someone came in my office they were like who is in charge of this like this is not good and I was just straight up like it's me I know it's not good it is and it was hard to like accept and take responsibility for the fact of like that it was not good but I explained to them my point and they were like okay yes that makes absolute sense take your time on it. Like, you know, we'll go ahead and we'll push it back until next month and we'll get the first one out next month. And I'm like, okay, thank you so much. But I felt so bad that it was like getting pushed back. And so I don't know, but it was hard to take responsibility for a piece of crap job. <laughs> but sometimes you do. And thank God that I did, because then they ended up giving me time. If I'd been like, no, it's fine. Like, let it go. Like, whatever. And I wouldn't have taken responsibility for the fact that it wasn't great. Then it would we would have a piece of crap, you know, item, newsletter out floating around. So it's like just going ahead and taking. And that's another way of taking criticism. Take responsibility. You know, learn to be a good communicator and being able to move forward. Okay, last one. Don't be a doormat. Oh, this is something that... OK, so I, I would say in some aspects of my life, I still am a little bit of a doormat, um, but 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 there's a lot of areas in my life where I've definitely figured out how not to be and to stand up for myself and just to be, you know, um, you know, I don't know, have a backbone at, to some extent. I would say there are some areas of my life, like I said, though, that I still am working on this working for with on this but I think for me it's more so um when it comes to like my value because like there'll be something that I'm working on that would typically like I would you know charge somebody for and but then that person you know doesn't want to like pay money and I'll like feel bad about it and so I'll like forget my value and then just give it to them and it's like what the, you know, and like in hindsight, there I am again with the word. Um, in hindsight, I'm like, why did I do that? Like I'm so worth the money. And it's like, if they would have said no, if they wouldn't have thought that I was worth the money, then that's okay. They don't have to think that I'm worth the money. They're gonna go somewhere else and then get worth their money what they want to spend, and that's okay. And so, like I said, there's definitely areas in my life where I'm figuring it out, but there's also areas in my life where I have it figured out and I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to apologize for being me, for choosing, for choosing to do what I love for that, you know, choosing to do things that are literally hurting nobody. Like, I'm not going to apologize for that. And I'm not going to be a doormat. I'm not going to do something with someone simply because, or do something for, or do something with, or whatever, simply because like, I feel bad about it. Because in the end, it will only end up causing like resentment or causing an issue between you and that person because now you're doing it out of obligation rather than doing it out of the want of doing something. I think I'm chasing quite a few things because I have different thoughts in my head regarding this, but being a doormat when people come to you and are asking you to do things or are wanting you to do things or try to manipulate you into doing things that you may you don't want to do or don't have time to do. Um, I know I'm definitely like, post your child for this and I'm like yeah I'll run your Instagram account yeah I'll you know be your graphic designer for the that thing like I'm like for sure let me know what else you need and then it's like oh no I've completely made myself way too thin it came from a good heart but it's like you know, being able to like self-analyze about, okay, do you have time for this? And then not being a doormat of like, yes, I will do whatever you say and being like, you know, actually, I don't have time to do this. I wish that I did. I would love to be able to help you with this. But I would actually be doing you a disservice by, you know, committing myself to this. So I'm definitely still learning this. But yeah, okay. That's the last one that I have. I think this podcast got a little long. So my gosh, you guys are going to hate me but I'm going to jump off here because it is getting so, so long. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Um, if you are coming to love like the King, please let me know ASAP so I can plan on meeting up with you there. Um, and hopefully we can grab a picture let me know if you plan on coming. Um, I love you guys so much. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram at the empowerment project pod, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.